Today's show is pre-recorded. Show will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh, man. Almost forgot I had one this morning, but I'm okay. I'll tell you where I am in a little bit. You know, I, I get around, man. There's so much, but man, good morning, everybody. Um, You know, today I, w- I was having a, a conversation with my wife last night. And we were talking about um, our plans. You know, we often sit down, you know, just like a married couple. I mean, you know, you know, we're married. You know, we have children. We have aspirations. We have hopes. We, I mean, you know, we have things we want. You know, when you're married, you know, I mean, it's important to sit with your partner. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. It's common sense, really. It's important to sit down with the person that you've chosen and decided to share your life with and and have multiple conversations on a lot of things. And we try to make sure that all of our conversations aren't always just business related and always kid related, you know, because that, that, that becomes, it's a part of it, but it, it, it weighs so much on the marriage that, because that, that's the grunt work of being married, you know, your children, your family, your bills, your your mortgage, your your car notes, you know, the what's due, what's coming up. And if you're not careful, you'll you'll start that becomes the focal point of you all's conversation. And this woman or man or person that you've decided to have this life with, all of a sudden, they're an extension of your business. And you guys become business partners or whatever, and, and 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 it just gets so. Anyway, I'm just saying that that it's important to sit down and have these conversations 
But it's even more important to have the other conversations. You know, it's, it's important with the person that you're planning on making the run with to sit down and talk about other things, you know, on, on a more upbeat note. You know, uh, we were having a conversation and she was reminding me of what she loved about me. And then I, in turn, was turning around telling her the things that I admired about her and loved about her. And we kind of have these all the time, you know, where we sit down and we talk about the things that we still enjoy about one another. Or we may talk about some of the things that we miss in one another. But we constantly have these conversations about appreciation. You know, it's so important, man, that the other person feels appreciated. So these things are important. But we got into the conversation deeper last night. And I was telling her about this idea that I had. And that I wanted her to help me with and and make a phone call for me because she knows these people. And I was going to be doing this. And then my wife reminded me of something. Now, once again, you know, as always, you know, when I'm talking to you, I just keep it as real as I can. I don't know the Bible inside out. I, I can't quote to you scriptures and tell you exactly where it is. I just, you know, I heard her say it, but it kind of blew by me. I was I was telling her about something I wanted to make happen, and she reminded me that there's a scripture somewhere, and somebody emailed it to me today, I'm sure, where the Bible reminds us not to be anxious for anything. Don't be anxious for something. And, you know, it, it really mattered to me at that point yesterday that she brought this to my attention because how many times I've been guilty of that in my past, and I've learned better now, but every now and then I need to be reminded. You know, and um, I think what that what what she was saying to me was, you know, I've gotten to a point in my life and, and we all should get to a point where, you know, you you've heard old people say this. If you're going to pray about something, then don't worry about it. And if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. Back to this. Be anxious for nothing. Don't if you're going to trust in God, then do that. And trusting in him means sometimes you got to be patient. God has never been too late. You don't know the plan he has. You don't know. You don't really always know his will. You definitely don't know his route, his way of doing anything. So he's always on time. He's always been there on time for me. He's always been there on time for you. How many times have you thought it was over only to find out it's really just begun? How many times have people wrote you off? There are those of you who have lost jobs, but you are still maintaining. But man, God has already began the turnaround process for many of us. Some of us lost jobs and now have better jobs. Some of us lost jobs and now has forced us to rekindle that dream and that vision for a business we had. Sometimes the mishap is the thing you need to make something good happen. See, a lot of times we get so comfortable in our life where we just... um. We get complacent. We, we just settle in. And when this is it and this is what I'm doing. But in actuality, God has a tremendous amount of abundance for you. He has an amazing amount of things. He has all these boxes packaged up with your name on them that he's willing to ship if you would just 
align yourself with some of his will so you could get some of these things. How many times have you thought it was over and it didn't really go over? How many times have you thought, have well, this is it, and it wasn't it at all? Well, how many times have you thought, well, it don't look like this going to work out, and it didn't work out, but then something better came along? How many times has that happened? You've, you've got to realize this, man. I was talking to a family who had got displaced from the Katrina uh, thing that happened down there in New Orleans. And, man, I, uh, when they said, yeah, we got a displaced from Katrina, and I braced myself because, oh, woe is me. Here comes this story. I got to hear this, and I got to be encouraged and think of something. It was totally different. They totally, totally blew me away. Man, the brother said, man, it was actually the best thing that ever happened to my family. And I went, whoa. And he said, yeah, man. He said, because what happened was, he said, I got settled in. He said, plus, I was doing some things outside of my marriage down there. He said, I was doing some stuff in the streets I ain't need to be doing. He said, man, it all got washed away. We thought our life would never be the same. But he said, man, my life ain't need to be the same. He said, man, now we live up here in Texas. We got a house. Don't know nobody. He said, I ain't got nobody I know to get into trouble with. He said, man, I done rediscovered my wife, how beautiful she really is, how much my family really was counting on me. And he said, man, it straightened me up, man. He said, so I got to tell you, Steve, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Now, that's not always the case, but it's how you look at a situation. But just don't be anxious for anything because God got a fix for you if you just let him work. So just stay on course. Stay focused. Don't lose faith. Don't be anxious, man. Just just stay in the wheel. Let God work with you. He got some great stuff in store for you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Um, I, I don't I can't describe what it's gonna be like today, but it's gonna be that. For real. That there. <laughs> know that. Huh? Okay. Huh? All right. Believe it. You know, put your mind on it. You know, get it right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Like that, Steve? Good morning. Just, just like that there. <laughs> Carla Pharrell. Good morning. What's up, crew? Uh, Junior. Kill space. <laughs> morning, uh, mm-hmm. morning, everybody gonna be like that there. I like that. Mm-hmm. Nephew Tommy. In the building. Right off in there, I like that right there. Yes, sir. I'm here. Be. Well, Can I, I like a front porch right there, boy. I just have a question. Go ahead. What day he leave on again? When is it? The 20th. January cool. 20th. Nah, uh, you know what day it is, Junior. What day, man? Uh, What's that? We on the air. What? De- yeah. December 51st. It's, it's, it's still 2020 <laughs> till he leaves. December 51st. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> what? You took us back. Don't take we us still back, in 2020. Hey, it ain't 21 president. till his ass is gone. So December 
fifty. But does this feel like it's taking forever for yeah, the twentieth to get here? Eternity. Eternity. Yes. I mean, dang. But I, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to be honest with y'all, man. I really it's am. Going fast to you? No, it's just oh. it's inter it's 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 not entertainment. It's uh, it's it's educational documentary TV that I'm watching in real life because history is being made. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm. This is captivating, man. This is like wow. I'm watching history being made. I mean, in our lifetime, we haven't seen this storming of the Capitol. It's a revolution. But you got a little bit of mace. Now you threw it to, re- re- you know, the you know, you know, with the revolution. You went up there and got some, got some little ammonia in your eye. You won't come over here. And you won't call the whole damn thing off. Elizabeth from Knoxville got that spray on her. Somebody said she had some onions. She was fake. <laughs> she was faking the tears. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Crazy, but it is taking a lo- long, long time. Come on, twentieth. Yeah, man. <laughs> Come Ooh. on. But you know the 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 impeachment is what ha- has an appeal to me, because what I didn't know is what they said today that can actually happen. We said the other day, but even after he leaves office, he can still be impeached. Yeah, I didn't know oh. that. Yeah, oh, I didn't uh, know Representative yeah. Jim Clyburn. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. saying so that, Biden yeah. can focus on his first 100 days and they can do it after that? And getting his picks hearing. in, yeah. right, and mm-hmm. getting his picks in so the Senate will have time to go over his picks and and everything, you know, for his cabinet and everything. Well, we'll be here all morning. Thank you. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, get ready for Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending headlines, we're going to talk about the Capitol riot aftermath and articles of impeachment introduced and the Democrats plan to vote tomorrow, guys. Okay. So this is big. Mm. I mean, Steve, you were mentioning mentioning history uh, making in real time earlier, and this is exactly what that is. No president has ever been impeached twice. Um and they will be it's introduced tomorrow. Yeah, this is this, is this is crazy. Worst yeah. president it, ever. Ever in the history. Ever. In the history. By yeah. of our country. And I don't even yeah. know all of them, but he the worst one. <laughs> yeah. I'm just telling. Well, the ones I do know. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> right. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Let's go, yeah. Shirley. All right, you ready? Okay. We're going to switch gears. Time for Ask the CLO. This one is from MJ in Atlanta. MJ says, I've been married for 14 years and my wife's 30-year-old sister is staying with us for two weeks. I spent a lot of time in my man cave downstairs and I'm usually relaxing in my boxers. On Friday, I fell asleep on the couch and my main man must have slipped out while I was asleep. Uh, I woke up and my sister-in-law... What, Tommy? It happens. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, oh, I woke up to my sister-in-law gently tapping on my main man. I jumped up and slid on my jogging pants. I asked her, what's up? She smirked and went upstairs. She hasn't said a word to my wife, so now I'm tripping and I'm all worried. Do you think she wants to get to know my main man? <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, she's tapping on it. Tapping? If, if he was tapping on your main girl, well, what, what signal would you take with that? Okay. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Flip this thing, huh? You just you know, flipped it. 
I know you're going you tapping on your main girl. What you think he want? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. You know, smirked and then went upstairs. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, now, 30-year-old sister. Be down here in this man cave. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> just, just fire it off. Hey, listen to me, dog. You, you tripping, dog. Avoid that line. Don't That's a landmine. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a landmine, player. Don't yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Don't For do it. Sure. And For she sure. going to let her sister know some kind of way. Because if mm-hmm. she doing that, she ain't really loyal to her sister. So you don't know how that's fitting to play out. Mm-hmm. Don't even go All upstairs right. and uh, look, though. Don't even go up there and look. Don't listen, listen to this one. Right here. Uh, next question, Shirley. Um, <laughs> Sam in Memphis this year. Uh, Sam says he'll turn 60 years old, and he'd love for his wife to take him to a strip club in Atlanta. I know this might not happen because of COVID-19, but I at least want her to have an open mind about it. Whenever I bring it up to her, she gets upset and tells me I'm a dirty old man because the strippers are young. I want to experience this with her, but she refuses to have an open mind. Should I just plan a trip with my homeboys instead? Hey, dog, listen to me. You're way too old to start this. You 60. Sit your ass down. Can't handle nothing in that damn strip club. Or have your ass in the back room to have an ambulance up in there trying to carry your ass out of there. Medication that kicked in. You had a heart attack. You don't need to go in the back room. You don't need to eat the broccoli. You don't need to eat the chicken wings. Broccoli? broccoli. They got broccoli in the strip club? Broccoli? Yeah, they didn't go down there. Yeah, they got broccoli in the strip club. <laughs> no, healthy. he don't need to go. He's healthy 60. So this ain't time the party for that. Waffle house. And why is he mad? Because his wife doesn't want to go with him. Okay. It's okay. Should I just ask my boys? Okay, you get OJ Neal and go on down there. Uh, the last group of old ass men that went somewhere together, they all went to prison. Take oh your stupid boy. ass down there. <laughs> all right. Um, Kyrie in uh, Tampa says, I'm 39 and my husband is 69, and he is addicted to performance enhancing pills. I'm tired of him chasing me through the house for sex. I need a break, and I've threatened to hide the pills from him. When he's in the mood, he won't take no for an answer. And he said, it's all my wifely, uh, it's my wifely duty to please him. How can I get him to calm down and see that it's not all about him? Help. Mm, CLO. Well, I don't know if, I don't know how, how, how y'all got married. I don't know what the, what y'all discussed before the marriage, but. The caveman uh, attitude here that you belong to him and you are here for his beckoning call and pleasure. Uh, duty, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't I don't have one of them in my house. Uh, <laughs> mm, uh, you can chase all you want. Yeah, you can chase all you want when you're going to find out what this damn rejection is. <laughs> Sit your ass down somewhere get your hand off of me. I said no. <laughs> why you know, you looking at me so crazy. Hell is you running in here for? Get your right. hand down somewhere. What's wrong with you? Right. Yeah. You lost your mind. So she should hide the pills, you think, Steve? Hide the pills? I don't know if that's going to, you know, you can do what you want to do, but I, I you know, you got to learn how to stand your ground, you know? It's yeah. yours. Yeah. You can't take it now. Oh, he's going to have a heart attack. He done took that pill and he running all over the place. He's going to mess around with himself up. She said he's addicted to him. And he's, he's 69. 69. Mm-hmm. Oh, Man, you have a wow. heart attack. Wow. He's trying to get it in before the end. 
<laughs> Literally. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. So that's it. So you, you just d- got to tell her to stand up for herself. That's what you're saying. Too. Yeah, you know, you can, you can, you know, you can say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, she. I've she heard said it. No, he won't take no. Hundreds of times in my life. <laughs> yeah. Man, come on. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, how can she get him to calm down? Say no and mean it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what? What are he gonna do? Pout? Yeah, he be high. Got a lot of energy, apparently. He gonna be over there strong now. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Now he gonna be over there strong. <laughs> well, he be all right though. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He's got a lot of energy. Those pills give you energy, huh? Uh, Charlie, we don't know. (laughs) I've heard that they do. Yeah, Yeah. right. You're asking for a friend. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Coming up, uh, the nephew will be here with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with national news. The FBI says it has received information indicating that armed protests planned at the U.S. Capitol and at all 50 state capitals on June on uh, January 20th uh, may go down. Uh, also yesterday, the House formally introduced the article of uh, impeachment against Trump again. Plus, cell phone attacker Soho Karen tried to play the victim during her uh, part two of her interview with Gail King. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now the nephew is in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? I'm not going back. That's the name of the prank. I'm not going back. We're oh, running it back. Ooh. Brace yourself. Good brother. I didn't, Good brother. I didn't like this one, Tommy. I'm going to take my headset off. I'm not listening to this. <laughs> Run it, cat. Hello? Good morning. Hello. Who am I speaking with, please? Who is calling? I'm sorry. Who, who am I speaking with? Glenn. Who is this? Okay. Uh, are you familiar with our office, Mr. Glenn? Uh, Mr. Glenn Lee Earl, am I correct? Who is this? Listen, we are the reason that you were released after 23 years of your sentence. So we gave you clemency through ex-president Obama. Do I have your undivided attention now? Yeah. Um, what is this about? Well, first, let me do this. Let me verify your original crime and release date. Okay. Yes. Okay. Who authorized your release on clemency? Ex-president, Mr. Barack Obama. Well, where are you calling me from? What is um? What is what's going on? First of all, let me say you've been identified by the power invested in me, official duty as a secretary of the deputy of pardons attorney for the United States of America, and by direct order of our president, patriot, and leader, Mr. Donald F. Trump. The reason why I'm giving you a call today, sir, is that we regret to inform you that the uh, your original sentence for 40 years has been reimposed, and you must surrender yourself to the nearest United States Marshal Service no later than the close of business day today. So who the hell is this? You are Mr. Glenn Lee Earl, inmate number one. Are you there? Who is this? Yeah, yes, yeah, this is me. What okay. are you saying? I'm, I'm let me, let me explain this to you. Saying? Ex-President Barack Obama had no authority to let you guys go, and President Trump has proven it and won the appeal. You guys Man, are being retired. Who, who the, who the f- Trump can't do s***. I've been out here for three years now. I'm doing Sir, listen to me. I'm at work right now. How the hell are you going to call me and tell me some s*** about President Trump? You guys are Y'all being can't... returned to serve out your entire sentence. Every last I'm one of you. you. I'm not going no where well, you you go. All this shit, y'all do you you go. Y'all need to go tr- take Trump with you, sir. I'm trying to just deliver the news. 
This has hit my desk, and this you is something. Know, that- you know, all this. I, I made, made a bad decision when I was 21 years old, and I did 23 years, and I've been out for three years. You can't come and tell me no like this, President Trump and, uh, and uh, whatever him and Barack Obama got going on. Y'all need to be, that's where y'all need to be. And I'm sure you did something that you that you didn't get caught for. You you t- turn yourself in for me. I'm not going to no damn prison no more. Sir, okay. Mr. Glenn, let me let me explain something. I'm the person that's bringing you the information and letting you know what's going on. No, you you, you serve time. I'm, I'm you serve. I'm not turning. I'm not turning. I'm not, turning my, I'm not going back in there. Sir, if you're, if you're not in by the close of business day today, then you actually serve now or a fugitive and you, you have to turn yourself in. I'm not. For what? I didn't do anything. I've been a Obama let me out. I was okay. a crack cocaine. My, my sentence only was supposed to carry five years. Okay. What what was your exact? What what, what was your sentence, sir? What was your sentence? It was forty years. Okay, forty years, and you served how much? I don't even need want to talk about this. You go, you go, turn yourself in. How many how many years did you serve out of the forty, sir? Twenty three. Okay. All right. So you do agree that there's seventeen more years left? I don't agree to a damn thing. You 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 Trump don't have no authority to come and change nothing that the president did. I don't know what the hell y'all got going on, but y'all can't do that. I'm not okay. going back in there. Okay, Mr. Green, you sound yeah, angry. You sound you sound angry, and, I, and I'm not trying to be angry with you. You I'm, sound I'm angry. angry. I'm not I'm not angry at all. I teach classes on anger. I'm, I'm not angry at all. But you guys do whatever the hell you want to do, and we make a decision when we're so damn young, and y'all hold that decision over our head for 30 and 40 and 50 years. I made a choice to sell drugs at age 21. Okay, I'm sure you did some. Sh- that you could think of right now that you you need to go get go take my spot. You and Trump. Do, you do agree that, that you owe some- I got a family that love me out here just like you got a family that love you. Y'all not above the law. Okay, but and neither are you, Mr. Glenn. So you do you do realize that you owe society 17 years no. that you need to pay. I paid society my I did 23 years for a five-year sentence. And I've been out, I do community programs, I, I do stuff for the youth and everything. And I have not I have not been in any, any trouble. Okay. Mr. Glenn, where 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 can we where can we come and pick you up at, sir? You you can't come and you pick your damn self up. You answer. You pick your damn self up, Mr. Glenn. If we do not have you by the end of business today, we will be picking you up on site. You do understand that. You ain't picking a you 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 pick your mother self up. You not coming to get me and take me no where. Obama, a black president, let me out. He let all of us out. I was treated wrong, and he let me the. Out. You come here and you will be taking me to back. I'm gonna beat y'all ass. I'm not going back to prison. I ain't do a damn thing to go back. You mad because a black president let me out? A racist ass Congress congressional law, and I didn't do to go back. Whatever you and Trump got going on, I don't give a. Y'all not coming to get me. Y'all not gonna touch me. I'm not gonna back. A black president let me out, and y'all need to cut that racist bullshit out. I'm not going no fucking way. Y'all got eight and nine hundred. If people climbing up in the Capitol, y'all need to work focus on that. Shit. You got time and energy, go lock the mother up that are climbing in your window right now in the Capitol. You didn't do a damn thing about it. I'm not trying to hear that. Shit. Sir, sir, we already have someone that has told us where you are. I don't, I don't give a damn. I, I'll tell you where I am. You're not coming to get me. I got too much positive shit going on. I've been out here, ain't been in no trouble. That's understood. But we do have intel that has told us exactly where you are and your location. Where am I? I know exactly where you are, sir. Where okay. Am I? Does the name India bring anything to your attention? What about India? That's your daughter, right? Yes. 
That's your daughter, and I'm nephew Tommy. Your daughter, India, got me to prank phone call you, Mr. Glenn Lee, Earl Williams. You been pranked, baby. Who the f***? I don't believe no s*** like that. I'm going to kick her ass. Man, y'all got me. Y'all got me, because I wasn't going back to no jail, man. Hey, Glenn, I'm nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ain't nobody looking for you. You ain't going back, but we got you. Man, I'm going to kick India's ass. All right, Glenn, I want to say Happy New Year to you, man, but I also want you to do this for me. Tell me what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land. Oh, man, Steve Harvey Morning Show, man, with uh, <laughs> Nephew Tommy, man. Y'all got me good, man. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> and there you have it. Ooh, there you are. Hey, hey really, honestly, this is really a good dude right here. He's doing a lot in the community in Atlanta, well, so know. I got to give him big ups for that. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah you weren't the good dude in yeah. this prank. <laughs> Well, what's, now, why it, blame yeah. it on me? Why not blame it on the person that called me to do it? You know what I'm saying? But I'm doing my job, though, right? You don't have any prank rejections you don't, might not want to do. None right. You don't have a line. You don't yeah. have a line. Yeah. Junior, when, when people come to the prank shop, I don't ask them questions like that. We just <laughs> oh, do the job. All right, uh, listen. Coming well, up at the should. top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment <laughs> and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so the latest Karen, the Soho Karen, the one that uh, attacked the 14-year-old black teenager over the, the fact that she thought he stole her phone at the Arlo mm-hmm. Hotel in New York City last month. Remember her? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, well, anyway, she's 22 years old. She tried to play the victim during her recent interview with uh, Gail King. Take a listen, please. I'm a 22-year-old girl. I am, I, I don't, I, racism. Uh... You're 22 years old, but you are old enough to know better. So I will say you're 22. You're I, right, get I get it. it. Enough. Mm-mm. Okay. Enough. No, she told oh, me. Enough. I wanted to wring her neck. And, and that's that, that's <laughs> that privilege. That's that yeah. privilege right there. Enough. <laughs> yeah. Who, who are you talking to? Well, see, first you want to be 22. Then 22, all of a sudden yeah. you want to be grown. Right. So respect You know, you didn't had enough. Well, mm-hmm. you don't want to agree to do the interview. Ain't nobody make mm-hmm. your ass sit down and do the interview. Yeah, she yeah. did the interview, and her attorney was sitting right there, and it seemed right like she kind of went off script, and the attorney uh-huh. was squirming in the chair. I'm like, yeah, your client Ooh. is saying some you stupid spoke. stuff. He had that yeah, look calling. Yeah, she, she had that look. Yeah, yeah she was she gave horrible. And then yeah, she tried the par- to apologize, didn't she? Mm-hmm. To the- it, it sucked, yeah. yeah. The parents of a 14-year-old Kenyon Harold Jr. said they don't accept her apology. Uh, the Harold's family attorney, Benjamin Crump, is calling for a boycott of the Arlo Hotel uh, until, we get inju- until we get justice for Kenyon. So there you have it, uh, mm. a boycott of the Arlo Hotels. Well, we uh, this particular now. one was in New York City. Right. Um, wow. Yeah. I just I didn't uh, because like the manager her at all. took her word for it and mm-hmm. you know didn't question her at all. Nothing. 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 Right. Just you know went <clears> after <throat> the black kid. Once she said she lost her phone, he was on her side immediately. Yeah. But I'm glad but his interview, daddy was with him. In, yeah, but in the interview, she was also kind of trying to make it seem like, well, I asked him in a nice way. It wasn't anything no, nice wasn't. and sweet about your approach no, at wasn't. all. So now you're no. lying. She's just, yeah. she's horrible. She's so a what's really going to happen person. to her? What's, what's the, what's the, I hope she's they press arrested. these charges. Yeah. And, one well, thing, she, we know she's going to go buy a new phone. That's one thing. <laughs> well, she, well, got, she her got, got her phone back. back. She got her <laughs> phone back. back. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, so we're moving on. In other entertainment news, Destiny's Child member LaToya Luckett and her husband Tommy Walker announced yesterday that they are divorcing. Uh, LaToya and Tommy have two children together. Uh, Tommy posted a statement about their divorce, and then he posted another statement saying, for all of the friends or family saying, I didn't like him anyway, guess what? I didn't like your stanky A either. Ooh, that's petty. Well, that's telling them. (laughs) Yeah, grown man. Oh, you sure straightened them out, don't you? Boy, you go, nah, that changed some minds right there. (laughs) I sure sure bet they like you now. (laughs) Right, that's just immature (laughs) for him to even post that. Yeah. 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 And then, um, you know, also this story is in the news, uh, Steve. It's about the, the, the sexiest man alive and someone you know Jordan. and love. Mm-hmm. Yes, Michael B. Jordan. I was going to say that, yes. And someone you know and love, your beautiful daughter, Lori. Uh, they're an item, it seems. Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey are an item. Wow. <laughs> Chalice everywhere. I know. <laughs> what, a, what a hot fire couple that is. Tell us about it. You I've been Michael getting rid of dirt for years now. Just shaking dirt off the rug. Thank the Lord Jesus, somebody. <laughs> oh, you're happy about it. <laughs> Thank All right. you, Lord, Father God. Oh, yeah, let's get Michael in the family. Michael, let's do. Cool. All right. Uh-huh. All right. Time for headlines today. Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you very much. This is Andrew with the news, folks. Democrats in the House tried but failed yesterday to gain unanimous consent for a resolution that would have uh, had Vice President Pence evoke the 25th Amendment and remove Donald Trump from office right away. The Republicans blocked it. So now Democrats are expected to present the same resolution to the House for today and take a full House vote. Democrats have also filed an impeachment measure accusing Trump of inciting an insurrection, and a vote on that's going to most likely take place tomorrow. Meanwhile, in the wake of last week's deadly riot, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is seeking a pre-disaster declaration for her city, and she wants the special security period for the upcoming inauguration extended from three days to two full weeks. If I'm scared of anything, it's for our democracy, because we have very extreme factions in that country that are armed and dangerous. Uh, the National Guard says it's going to up the number of troops in the nation's capital to at least 10,000 by Saturday, with an extra 5,000 ready to mobilize in accordance with any current or future requests. At least two members, meanwhile, of the D.C. police force have been suspended. Ten others are un- under investigation for their behavior last Wednesday. You know, one officer actually took a selfie with one of the riders. Another was seen uh, directing the, the riders to the back, you know, to the Capitol grounds. So far, 90 people have been arrested, some 150 others. The suspects are being sought. More possible fallout from the attempted siege. New Jersey Congresswoman Bonnie Watson Coleman says she's now tested positive for COVID only five, a few days after being forced to shelter in place during that riot. The 75-year-old Democrat says she was exposed to the virus while hiding in a bunker space with other lawmakers, many of whom refused to wear masks. So now she's got to a self-isolate. Uh, uh, she did receive half of Pfizer's COVID vaccine. New York State Bar Association says it's reviewing whether President Trump's ride-or-die personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, should be thrown out of the organization because they say he helped encourage the violent, uh, mostly white crowd, especially by saying this. Let's have trial by combat. I'm willing to stake my reputation. The president is willing to stake his reputation on the fact 
that we're going to find criminality there. Uh, of course, he's referring to Trump's bogus claim that the Democrats supposedly stole the election. Finally, New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick says he will not not accept the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Trump this week. In a statement released uh, last night, Belichick says after the attack on the Capitol this week, a decision has been made. He's not taking it. Two colleges have rescinded honorary degrees they bestowed on Donald Trump, and the PGA has decided not to hold its next golfing championship at Trump's Bedminster, New Jersey golf course, translating into a loss of money as well as prestige. You play golf? Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. I like him. Now back like to the him. Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guess what, guys? It is that time. Junior, our resident poet laureate, is here with a fresh poem. What? what? You got, Junior. Yeah. yeah. Langston hell Jr., no. come on. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what, Steve? Junior Hughes. Just hell no. Just hell no. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. you let know. him have that, man. Cleveland and one. Let that boy do something. You know, you I'm letting him have him, him, but I just wanted the point be a point. Yeah, that he is out, and we got to say. That's what I say, and that's what I say, and the end. Yes. <laughs> you know, the, the, the subject matter of the poem the today end. is, uh, you know, we was watching the Capitol, and um, there was a few black people that I didn't understand why they was even there. Mm-hmm. And so, this poem is called "White People in the White House and a Few Black Lost Souls." Ooh, this is deep. What? This is oh, deep, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, white okay. people in the White House and a few black lost souls. So here it is. Okay. We got white people in the White House. This mess, I can't believe. If this was black people doing this, they would be asked to lead, please. Oh hell no. Oh hell no. They wouldn't. And this I know for sure. They be yelling, we all out of body bags. Looks like we gonna need some more. It isn't amazing to me and you, and white folks can do. If this had been my black behind, y'all know damn well I'd be through. Climbing through the walls of the Capitol like it's some kind of Olympics. Now the next part is not gonna rhyme because I can't find nothing to rhyme with Olympics. So... (laughs) To boss in the poem. So that's to the brother that's all cut up in this mess, to him I like to say, I hope you didn't make any plans, cause you can kiss your future away. The end. <laughs> the reason I was laughing is cause you sounded just like Steve said you would. Yeah. That's how I do we my gonna have to, sure. We're going to have to find something to rhyme with the Olympics, though. No, no, no. That was my favorite line in the poem. I, I tried. I sat here an hour. Prolific. I said I couldn't come up nothing with Prolific. but Olympics. You could have said some of their tactics. Hieroglyphic. I tried, oh, sure, because I couldn't find nothing with Olympics. I couldn't get past That ain't it. the it reason the poem ain't good. Just <laughs> on the what is it, That ain't then? the only reason. <laughs> The whole rhythm it? of it was crazy. Isn't it amazing to me and you what white folks can do? I think that's brilliant. I could, I do. I oh, the title was great. But, but you know what it is? I, I think you got tried to get too deep with this one, Junior. I did, Shirley, but you yeah. know what? It was Olympics. I'm still on that. But Steve is saying that's not the only problem. <laughs> well, you know, he... No. he he, he ain't a fan of poetry, no way, so that's why. Like <laughs> All right. Uh, I damn sure <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, tell me something good, our good news segment right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, Steve, it is time now for our Tell Me Something Good segment. We want to salute hero Capitol Police Officer Eugene Goodman. Uh, we all saw Brother Eugene going up the stairs from the terrace as they chased him yeah. on that video. We saw it a few times. We saw Mr. Goodman glancing toward the Senate entrance before luring the white terrace in the opposite direction, leading the mob away from the Senate while putting his own life on the line at the time. Mm. U.S. Police mm -hmm. Officer Eugene Goodman saved lives all while defending our democracy. So oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yes. I don't know what he yeah. was doing. He's a hero. He is a yeah. hero. Mm -hmm. He is a no, hero. I thought, mm -hmm. I, thought, I thought that he handled himself admirably to be one person facing a mob. Yes. You know, I mean, yeah. he he held them at steady calling for help, stopping, checking them, you know, but they were steady right. coming, you know. It's a lot yeah. of people, man. Right. Mm -hmm. And they yeah. said when he got to the certain level and he leaned and looked back, he looked down mm -hmm. the hall and saw it wasn't secure. That's why he kept turning and luring turning. them to oh, go the oh, other okay. way. Cause, yeah. yeah, I was mm -hmm. like, wow, what a hero. Yeah. yeah. What right. a hero right there. Yeah. That's come on, come on, come on, come on up this way. Uh -huh. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. exactly because he knew he had backup. He was leading mm -hmm. them to where his backup was. So yeah. Smart awesome. move. Smart yeah. move, brother. Yeah. That was a lot of steps to back up though. I ain't lying. I'd have been running out of gas. That was a lot of steps to back up. Oh, he was tired when he got up there. <laughs> no, yeah. he was. no doubt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about the impeachment vote tomorrow? How do you think that's gonna go, Steve? Me personally, I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't think that he's going to get impeached. Mm -hmm. I think. I think this is a go through the motion. I think this is to set up for something else, uh, where they are considering uh, the Republicans are considering some type of uh, sanctions against the president. Oh, like some type censuring of, him. And yeah, penalty or something of that effect. I don't think they're going to impeach him. I think that if they do go for the impeachment process beyond the house it will be after biden is president and then i think that the republicans you know what saddens me about this is i would think that the republicans would take this as a fine opportunity to rid him rid themselves yeah. of him from mm -hmm. their party mm -hmm. because even though he voted for their policies he he wasn't the representative you would want to have represent your, your party. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, look, mm -hmm. the Republicans have every right to feel and create policies that they want to create. The liberals and Democrats have every right to have the policies in place that they want. That's what makes this country what it's supposed to be, the left and the right. Mm -hmm. And so, it, it, you, you know, you're gonna have different, nobody's gonna agree with anything 100% somebody else does. So if you don't believe in abortion, I think you're 100% correct in that belief and that way you are, and you should live your life according to that. If a person, if a woman wants the right to, to choose pro-choice, then I think that's her business. Mm -hmm. I think it's her. She's the only one. Women are the only ones that make people here. Women are the only ones. So that, that, that should be for a woman to decide. You can't say because of what you think and believe you're going to make everybody else go along with it, you know? And so if 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 that is the case right there and that's your policy, cool. But the person you have calling out the policy is a liar, an immoral person, self-indulgent, narcissistic, 
evil, bigoted, and corrupt. And that's the best thing you can offer to represent yourself as the GOP, the uh, the, the the moral party. I'm sorry, man. Mm-hmm. That sucks at the highest level. If this what you do, and then got the nerve to be scared of his ass too. Right. That's the thing. And his, <laughs> and his constituents, the people who follow him as well. Right. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about impeachment before we get run out of time, is it you don't think they're going to vote because of the time limit or just period? You don't think they're going to vote? I think it's, it I think it's both. I think the Republicans mm-hmm. going to use it as an excuse, the time period. They only got eight more days. We don't want to go through the impeachment process. But they know he should be impeached. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. We're moving on. The nephew is here with today's prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my boyfriend's naked co-workers. Ooh. We'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nath? Well, if y'all gonna be naked in the strawberry letter that's up next, I might well go on and join y'all. Today's title is Butt Man. Butt Man. You ain't gonna outdo me, Shirley, with your titles. <laughs> Come on, Butt Man. Let's go, cat dog. But, but wait. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to reach Vaughn, please. Uh, this is Vaughn. Who is this? Vaughn, this is Darius. Darius with Human Resources. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. Can I help you? Yeah, listen, we um, have an incident that has taken place at the job. You actually, what floor are you on, Vaughn? I'm on floor 12. Floor 12. All right. So do you use the copy machine that often on that floor? Uh, Not all the time, but I do use it every once in a while. Okay. So here's what's going on. There's going to be some actions being taken place here pretty soon, some legal actions, and we're just clearing everybody. You know, this is this is just a proper procedure that we're having to go through. So let me just kind of enlighten you on what's taking place. Someone um, on the 12th floor has copied their butt on a piece of paper in the copy machine. So someone actually sat up on the Xerox machine and copied their butt. Why someone would do that, I have no earthly idea. But what's happening now is everyone on your floor is going to have to come in and show their butt. So we're scheduling this now. I'm thinking Friday at 11 a.m. Would that be suitable uh-huh, for you to uh-huh, come? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Y'all, y'all, talking, <laughs> y'all talking about y'all want me to come up there and show, show my show my because somebody, uh- I'm a grown man. Okay, I'm a grown man. I ain't do that. Okay, you know what? I believe you. I believe you wholeheartedly, Vaughn. But just to clear your name, we have to, I hate to say it, clear your butt as well. So we want to make sure, we're going to find out whose butt this is on the piece of paper that did this. We're going to yeah, find yeah, you're out. Gonna find, you're going to find out whose, you're going to find out whose cheeks those are. And you're going to find out real quick they're not mine. All right, I'm not doing that, man. I'm not going to come in. You said Friday? You're doing this on Friday? Friday at, Friday at 11. I'm not coming out my day off so I can pull my pants down with some strangers. Looking, really, look at my, look at my ass cheeks. Talking about somebody copied. I'm not okay. doing that. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want this to take a turn, Vaughn. Because right now, this is if you're not, if you're saying you're not coming in, then other actions will be taking place. If you don't come in and follow the procedure that everybody's saying, everybody else uh, that I'm calling. 
they have to come in. How many How many people work on that floor? There's at least 80-plus people on that floor. You're talking about trying to have 80-plus people come in, drive all the way to work, so some strangers that we don't even know can look at our, look at our cheeks. And I'm not going to do that. I don't know who did it, but I know they ain't me. Well, somebody, somebody Xeroxed their butt on the 12th floor, and we're going to get to, okay, but we're going to get to the bottom of who did it. And what you're, what you're not going to do, Vaughn, is tell me you're not coming in, what you're not going to do. Do you like your job here with this company? Okay, what you're not going to do is act like you're going to fire me because I'm not going to show y'all my sweet goodies just because you... Just because you're from HR, you got me fooled if you actually expect me to think that everybody that works on this floor is over here like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll let some strangers look at my look at my crack. You must be playing. No, sir, not with me. Okay, well, let me, ask, let, me, let me ask you this. Do you have a co-worker named Andre? Andre, yes. Okay, you and Andre says he knows you. Now, I'm just going to put it out here. Andre is stating that it could have possibly been you. Really? Andre got the nerve to say it could have been me? Man, f*** Andre. Why did he try to single me out? Like, I even use that damn copier. I'm around there playing games. I'm a grown-ass man. He must be out of his mind thinking he gonna say I did it. All I know is he stated that you were a possibility. That's what, that's what he stated. He said I was a possibility. That that's dumb. I, he ain't have absolutely no reason to think. I don't even use that copier, man. I use that thing like once every two, three weeks. Okay. Everybody okay, on so, that floor. Okay, so out of once every two, three weeks, is there a possibility maybe you propped your butt up there and, and copied it? Not at all. Y'all don't even, ain't even told me when this happened. I probably wasn't even working when the booty cheeks got scammed. On the, you, can, you must be out your mind. You can waste everybody else's time trying to bring everyone in to get a free strip show, but you're not going to do that to me. This has to be unethical and illegal on so many levels. You're trying to come in and say everybody on the entire floor has to come show their cheeks? Man, you must be f***ing kidding me. What's your name? Whole time you're trying to call me saying this is HR. What's your name? Because when I, 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 I I'm, Dari- I'm Darius out of Human Resources. I told you that when I first called you. Well, Darius, and- well, Darius, well, Darius. When I do come into work, you the fuck I want to see. Let me ask you this, Vaughn. Do you know Leslie? Leslie? I know that better not even say my name. Do, but So you do know Leslie? Yes, I know Leslie. She works there with me. So you trying to tell me that Leslie said this too? Uh, do you want to know what Leslie said? Yes, I would like to know what Leslie said. So when I cuss her out, I get it right. Okay, Leslie told me to tell you that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you just got pranked by your co-worker, Leslie <laughs> and Andre. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Leslie Dude, and Andre uh, got me to prank phone call you, man. <laughs> Dude, I was so... Man, I was pissed. <laughs> yeah, your uncle is right, bro. Somebody is going to whoop your and I bet it's this year. All right, Vaughn. Tell me this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Somebody is definitely going to whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs>
I told you. I told you. What you say, Steve? I told him. I know. I'm telling you, man. I know how people be thinking, man. You be, you be, you be going too damn far. Yes. Yes. You play too much. Uh-huh. But this dude, you know? hey, hey man, but the thing I like about bro, he was holding his ground. It wasn't even a consideration. This is so mm-hmm. illegal and unethical on so many levels. <laughs> so many, many levels. Man. What's your name? Ass I ass know Andre ain't saying my name. I... <laughs> yeah, you the first one I want to see when I get in there. 80 people. <laughs> Gonna come in there and show you they behind. (laughs) I wish I would, man. I'm not driving down here. (laughs) We gotta clear your butt. (laughs) So, about how many people you think on that floor? Oh, about 80. And you think 80 people. (laughs) (laughs) The ridiculousness of it all, Steve. I'm gonna tell you right now, you got the wrong one. Uh-huh. Cause I ain't, I ain't coming showing nobody a damn thing. <laughs> uh, I'm stupid Monday through Friday in the morning, and I got some intelligence and some wisdom and knowledge on Friday night. Come it see did. me. What? Ready to, <laughs> ready to love no last sense. resort. Well, <laughs> hey, I, I gotta go with it. It's the truth, though. It really is. Nine Eastern, eight Central, only on own. I got sense. I got sense. He's good on the show. And the people on the show, Steve, look to him for advice. Yeah, they be like Thomas said. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. How that sound to you? (laughs) But he's good on the show. Yes, you got to see it. I'm just, I ain't seen the show, but I'm just going, just based on the the show that we do in the morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were all shocked. All right, coming up next, Strawberry Letter, my boyfriend's naked co-workers. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. All right, subject, my boyfriend's naked co-workers. Dear Stephen Shirley, <laughs> marinate on that for a minute, my boyfriend's <laughs> naked co-workers. Dear Stephen Shirley, the problems with my boyfriend all began when he started a new job. We had been together two years and we were doing just fine. And then he started guarding his phone like a hawk and turning it over when he put it down. My intuition kicked in and I checked it one day when he fell asleep. One of his female co-workers sent him pictures of her vacation, personal selfies, and body painting pics where she's completely naked. Another female he works with sent him texts, uh, text messages telling him she really likes him and is trying to fight it, but she decided to be honest. Uh, there was also pics of another co-worker, topless, with a thong on. He's stupid because he has a co- he has co-worker, and then their names saved on his phone. All of them are in relationships and they told him they'd leave their men for him. 
His re- he responds to them nicely, but doesn't lead them on. Uh, he told them he's very much in love with me, and each one said they respect that. But it's made me very insecure, and now I don't trust my boyfriend. I've talked with him about other women coming on to him, and he always tells me he's not a cheater, and no other girl compares to me. So then why are his co-workers' numbers still in his phone, and why does he still respond to their messages? It's a lot of innocent messages, but every once in a while, a topless pic will pop up from one of them. Should I tell him that I went through his phone and demand that he stop talking to his co-workers through text? What if I was allowing a male co-worker to text me like that? A man certainly would have checked me and the guy. What am I supposed to do in this situation? You're exactly right. If the situation were reversed, he would have checked you and the guy. You're exactly right. If he knew who the guy was and all that, he would have checked you. He wouldn't have liked it. And you have every right not to like it and all of that. But I just say this. No, don't tell him that you went through his phone. Please don't do that yet. Uh-huh. Just just let that be our little secret, okay? Well, me, you, Steve, and millions of others who listen in the morning to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, okay? It's going to be a lot of us. I mean, you don't want to break the trust that that you've built over the past two years of him trusting you. And, and please don't start or getting or, or feeling insecure. You don't have any reason to right now. I don't think you do, uh, because that's when the real problems will start happening. I think just be cool right now, but keep your eyes, keep your ears open, so far, he hasn't given you a reason not to believe him. Uh, you, if he did, you would have said that in the letter. I, I think the women are thirsty that are coming on to him, and he's handling them a little gingerly because they are his co-workers, and I guess he doesn't want anything to go down in his job. I just say, you know, get yourself looking your most beautiful one day. Try this, and then go up to his job, meet him for lunch, you know, and see how he interacts with them, with you there. You, you know, like, is he really nervous acting about your visit or is he taking you around and introducing you to everyone as his girl uh, pay attention to how everyone greets you and uh, reacts to meeting you and you should be able to get a vibe some kind of feeling about what's going on up there okay and still do what you're doing trust your intuition Steve well I don't know Shirley mm-hmm. you're telling her to trust her intuition that's what the letter is about. Right. So I think she has problems here. And I'm going to have to go the other way on this letter. Because I think uh, she's saying that the problem with her boyfriend started when he started a new job. Yeah. Been together two years. Now he guarding his phone like a hawk. Then she said one of his female co-workers sent him some pictures of her vacation. Personal selfish. She, get, she naked with some body paint on <laughs> then another female sent him text telling him she really likes him trying to fight it, but she decided to be honest. Then it's pictures of another co-worker topless with a thong on. Does, does he work at a strip club? Where's, <laughs> she didn't where's say. he working? She, she Everybody naked down at this job. <laughs> what What is this? Is a topless car wash? <laughs> Why is it everybody ain't got no problem getting naked? I've worked with Shirley and Carla and Monica for 20 years. Ain't seen nothing. Where are you working? Everybody just showing themselves. So now, then you said this. And he's got, you say he's stupid because he got co-worker and they name saved in his phone. 
Okay, now what's stupid about that? Why is he stupid for having co- You got to know who these people is. Co-worker Tanya. Yes, sir. I, I don't okay. see why, that, why that's stupid. Okay. Were you mad? Yeah. No, <laughs> see, judging. Yeah. See, 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 she has a trust factor. But she blaming it on his stupidity. Mm-hmm. So now, instead of confronting him about it, they've all told him they lead their men for him. He responds to them nicely, and he don't lead them on. He told him he's very much in love with me, and, and each one said they respect that. But now here go the problem. It's made her very insecure, and now I don't trust my boyfriend. This is where the letter is, Shirley. This is the problem we have. She now don't trust her boyfriend. Well, I got the only solution when we come back. All right. All right. We'll uh, have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. My strawberry letter for today's subject, uh, my boyfriend's naked co-workers. We'll get back into it when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, my boyfriend's naked co-workers. This man got this job. I don't know where he working, but everybody's sending him naked pictures <laughs> down at the job. Everybody, three women down there. Now, she know his co-workers because she, she, he done put their name in the phone with co-worker next to it. One lady went on vacation. Took pictures with her with body paint on, butt naked. Another lady sent a picture of him uh, topless with a thong on. Other lady told him, you know, she in a relationship, but she just had to be honest and can't fight it no more. You must, you married to one hell of a dude because everybody want him. So, They're not I mean, married. congratulations. But now here's the problem. You done messed around and snuck and looked at his phone. Now, Shirley say don't tell the man, but here's the problem we got. No. He has told them that he's very much in love with you, and they respect that. But now it's made you very insecure. Now, I don't trust my boyfriend. Now, you don't trust your boyfriend, but you ain't brought nothing to your boyfriend's attention. So you said you've talked to him about other women coming on to him, and he always say he's not a cheater and no other woman compares me. So, so far, he's telling you the truth because based on the texts that he uses when he tells them that, you know, very much in love with you and all that, you clear. But you still have this distrust. Now, you want to know why he still got the co-worker's phone numbers in the phone and why he still responded because you ain't told him no different. She can't tell him she went through his phone. (laughs) So why you mad? Cause she he she still getting texts and he responded. He don't know you seeing the texts, so he don't know to tell him to stop texting. See, you can't want him to act the way you want him to act with no requirements on how to act. Mm. She can't tell him she that she went through that phone <laughs> like, though. Okay, 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 okay. So let let me ask you this: If she don't want to tell him she went through the phone. What's she supposed to do? She supposed to just just go to bed with that every night? Because then he won't trust her. She already don't trust him. Dog, right. listen There's to no me. When a man him. is doing something like this, mm-hmm. 
it ain't no I can't trust you for going in my phone. He don't want you to go in here because he don't want you to see what he's doing. That's why I put the right. phone upside okay. down. Yeah. She can't tell him she went through the phone. She can't. Uh-oh. Why would she tell him Then that? she got to stop being hurt and insecure and disappointed because the phone keep ringing, exactly. the pictures keep coming, and the messages keep going out because he don't know she know nothing. Mm-hmm. So you can't she'll solve the problem. She'll, but surely, if he's doing something, she'll catch she him. She done already caught him. Be, be, but she doing what, though? What, what does she catch him doing? Getting naked ass pictures. But that's yeah, them. That's the thirsty chicks at the job. <laughs> that's not him. He what? told them. Like that, <laughs> he told to them that out. she. None of them could compare to her. But surely, he yes, keep she. comparing them though. See these pictures is steady coming, and now she's feeling insecure about it. And she want to know why he keep responding to these messages and why do they keep, why them numbers are still in the phone? Because he don't know that she know that they in the phone. And and the only way they're going to be able to address this problem is to address the problem. Okay. And so then neither one of them will be, or will trust each other because he won't trust her anymore because she went through the phone. No, listen, they're going to break up after that. Can I explain something to you? Okay, Can I explain ahead. something to you? And I'm going to give women a real tip on men. Okay. When we doing wrong mm-hmm. and you catch us, mm-hmm. the very first thing we try to do is deflect yeah, the bust. No, we defect, deflect the bust by making it on you. What you doing going through my stuff? I can't right. trust you now. Now you're going, I don't want him not trust me. He the one getting the messages and the naked ass pictures. <laughs> I just think she should be cool for now. It might be something else. You know, just wait a minute. Don't necessarily tell him right now. Shirley is saying get more intel. Yeah, she just, it's too. Gotta be patient, she. That's all she has, or, you know, is that right there? Okay, let me ask you and Carla. Naked pictures. What? How much more y'all need? Oh, I would have said something. <laughs> you talking about me personally? I'm just asking. <laughs> yeah. I, I done said all this. Call it, call it. I done went through your the phone. Your husband done went through. You done went through your husband's phone. You found naked pictures of some women. How Immediate. much more intel y'all need for the I house get set on fire? Oh, because no, I, I'm t- not I'm the house that I live in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm addressing it immediately. I'm not. I'm not waiting. But that's what Shirley. That's what you were saying. Though in this particular situation, to get more intel, right? Yeah, I just think she needs a little more. A little more. Okay. To just oh. to see what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Because that's oh, what need, they're doing. Oh, you need the picture of him and the woman together, Nick. I don't need that. I just want that's to see what happening. else is going on. Well, just keep right. waiting and don't say nothing. You can get all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen. Thank you, Steve, <laughs> for your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. Please go to Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we got Sports Talk with Junior coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got for us, Junior? 
All right, well, this is big. I just, I just, we just can't get over this. Uh, you know, Sunday night, the Cleveland Browns beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, and all of Pittsburgh <laughs> trying to figure out what happened. <laughs> they have no idea. <laughs> uh, the Browns, that what happened. <laughs> That was the greatest sports night of your, of your oh, career. Uh, one of the greatest. Yeah. 18 years in the making, man, to get that one win. Y'all got the Chiefs this week, though. Well, this, let me ask uh, this, Joe. Let me huh? ask this. Steve, do you want your old coach back, or do you want the special teams coach that coached the other night? I'm pretty cool Ooh. with the special teams, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're pretty cool with the special teams coach. coach yeah, this yeah game. I'm all right with him. I'm all right with him. I'm all right, I'm all right with all them boys had COVID. Riding it on out, <laughs> you know. I hope. Because the week I before, be... last week, you was upset that they all mm-hmm. had COVID and the coach was right, out. Right, and I felt like they should just let them play. Yeah, uh, with COVID, with, with COVID, it. you know, put a mask on, let them go. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, very excited. I was so. Listen to me. I you don't even Never understand. Seen you like that. And uh, I have a prediction to make. Oh, oh, let's hear it. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What is? Do we need a drum roll? Yes. Yeah. Uh-uh. Y'all going to beat the Chiefs? That's your prediction? Is that what you fist to say? What? Wait a minute. <laughs> yep. Is that what you fist to say? I love Do you that. have Cleveland anything? Browns going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Why you get so weak at the end? Why you get so weak at the end? I engineered Dave started <laughs> Because he's from where Missouri. Was, <laughs> where the confidence at? Why I get weak at the end? Because the Cleveland Brown. Your voice cracked. Cracked. It's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> it cracked, Steve. I don't, do you I don't hear that bravado. Any, do you have any any support for this this, this statement you're making? You, oh, you, no, no. I'm out here by myself on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about the only person. <laughs> on earth, on earth that just made this prediction. Well, you didn't think they were going to beat uh, Pittsburgh, did you? I was yeah. hoping they beat Pittsburgh. I said, it was funny though, man. I said, man, I need 40 points at the half. They mm-hmm. got the damn 35. 35. Yeah, they yeah. put 35 mm-hmm. up in the first half. And, you know, yeah. man, I, th- I think, Uncle, you, you're going to be fine, man. You know, it's a good game. It's going to be a good game. It's two top teams. Browns have not been this far in 18 years. That's all we know. Now, if they lose the game, would it still be a successful season for the Browns? If they hell definitely? yeah, hell, yeah. <laughs> that's all it matters. Baker, Baker Mayfield played his butt off, man. <laughs> I'm proud of the Browns, man. Let's go ahead. Let's go Browns. I'm proud. Yeah. All right, Browns. Junior. Thank, thank Let's you, go, Junior. Go Browns. Coming up Let's at the top of the, the hour. Coming up at the coming up at the top of the hour. <laughs> More of the well, Steve hell, Harvey Morning ain't Show. Nothing, so what else <laughs> right after this, about? <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is straight crazy. Jacob Chansley. Now, if that name isn't familiar to you, maybe his costume. Remember, this was a guy in the Viking costume, uh, the Brave terrorist heart. dude. Uh, he stormed the Capitol. Well, get this. According to ABC News. Chansley's mom says he hasn't eaten since Friday, so he's on, I guess, some sort of hunger strike. He hasn't eaten since Friday, though, because the detention facility won't feed him organic food. Oh, this ain't so what, 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 <laughs> what are we supposed to care about? You're a terrorist, dude. Eat some of that buffalo meat you had on your head. <laughs> yeah, no, this is prison. This ain't true food kitchen. Right. Dog, right. so, <laughs> so you in jail. Yeah. Yeah, what are you talking what are you about? Talking about? The, the, there are no menus in jail. 
the privilege mm-hmm. of it all, though. Yes. The audacity. The, the unmedicated gall. gall. He oh, ain't yes. ate since Friday because they don't serve organic food. Mm. Man, you should have. That's how he had kept kept his body so spelt so he could fit into mm. his Viking costume, you know. <laughs> Eating organic food. Loser. He can be in prison. Yeah. He can be in jail asking questions. Is this, is this gluten-free? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right, Junior. You think the diner's guy going to drive through on you and, and come cook you something to eat? What you looking for? One thing yeah. about jail, if you don't want it, you no, damn no. sure ain't got to heat it. No. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the other terrorist, the one that was seen carrying those zip ties, well, he was turned in by his ex-wife of 18 years. His ex-wife turned Ooh. him in. Okay? Oh, I'm finna get his ass today. That's him. <laughs> his name it. is Larry Brock. Uh, his ex-wife saw him on the news and reported him straight to the FBI. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Me- okay, okay, Steve, at- give me this. Give me this, Steve. When she was sitting there watching TV and sewing, right there at the beginning. And, and she saw him on TV. She was looking at TV. She was talking about, I can't believe all this is going. These people. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that Jeffrey? <laughs> Larry. That is that Jeffrey? Uh-oh. Wait a minute, mama, mama! <laughs> Come in here, I swear, I, I know him anyway. Look at where he's hanging off that thing. Uh-huh. That's Jeffrey Earl. That is Jeffrey Earl. You no good stinking. Where's your, where's the heifer that you left me? Oh. What, you picking up your Hello? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> is this, is this the Federal Bureau of Investigations? <laughs> oh, the whole word. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Betty Lou Patterson. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Silver Creek, Mississippi. <laughs> you know the man that had the zip ties that was swinging off the wall? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Jeffrey Earl. Ooh, My ex husband. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. What are they saying? Yeah. Betty oh, Lou. he hates black people. Oh, oh, God. oh, God. I've heard him say it many times. That's why I left him. Yeah. <laughs> Now, now you don't have to look for him. He stay in the trailer right across from me. <laughs> him and his new fat ass wife. <laughs> she turned his ass in. All she right. turned his ass in so fast. Meanwhile now, guys, at the airport, many of the terrorists are on a no-fly list uh, pending investigation. So take a listen to one of the terrorists upset at the airport because he can't fly. On every single one of you, but this is what they do to us. This, this, they kicked me off the plane. They called me a terrorist, and they want a rule my life. What? Oh, <laughs> are you they call him a terrorist. Me? He said, he said, y'all trying to ruin my life. You ruined your life. Yes. No, your stupid ass crazy? was breaking all the windows and climbing in the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nothing man. to do with that. Oh, no, sit down. No, yeah. In prison. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
In trending concert news, Dr. Anthony Fauci thinks that if everyone would smarten up and practice COVID-19 protocols... Wait a minute, uh, sure, sure. Huh? you said in trending concert news? Mm-hmm. I did, uh-huh, concert news. Yeah, this is what Dr. Anthony Fauci has to say about that. If, you know, we would smarten up, social distance, wear our masks, wash oh, our hands. Oh, about concerts. Yes, yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Practice COVID-19 protocols. Uh, we could see theaters and other live entertainment venues reopening sometime in the fall of this year. He says if everything goes right, by the time we get to the early to mid-fall, you can have people feeling safe performing on stage as well as people in the audience. But for this to happen, vaccine distribution needs to succeed. Theaters have to have good ventilation and proper air filters, and audience members will have to wear masks. Under those circumstances, Fauci says, I think you can then start getting back to almost full capacity of seating. Please. That is great news. Yes. Yeah, especially for our stand-up comedians on on the show, right? Yeah, Mm. that's great news. So Mm -hmm. would you go to a concert and wear a mask? Would you guys do that? Concert Uh, or a game or something? Not without this vaccine. I can't. I'm not. I ain't going to a Okay. Wow. No. So I don't like my mask. I'm not yeah. going there. It's too damn hot in my mask. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So the latest Karen, the Soho Karen, the one that uh, attacked the 14-year-old black teenager over the... The fact that she thought he stole her phone at the Arlo mm-hmm. Hotel in New York City last month. Remember her? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, well, anyway, she's 22 years old. She tried to play the victim during her recent interview with uh, Gail King. Take a listen, please. I'm a 22-year-old girl. I am, I, I don't, I, racism. Uh... You're 22 years old, but you are old enough to know better. So I will say you're 22. You're I, right, get I get it. Enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Enough. Oh, she's okay. Enough. I wanted to wring her neck. And, and that's that, that's that, that privilege. That's that oh, privilege yeah. right there. Enough. <laughs> yeah. Who, who are you talking to? Well, see, first you want to be 22, then 22, all of a sudden yeah. you want to be grown. Right. So respect You know, you didn't had enough. Well, mm-hmm. you don't want to agree to do the interview. Ain't nobody make your ass sit down and do the interview. Yeah, she did the interview and her attorney was sitting right there and it seemed like, like she kind of went off script and the attorney uh-huh. was squirming in the chair. I'm like, yeah, your client Ooh. is saying some you stupid spoke. stuff. He had that yeah, look calling. That that look. Yeah, she, she had that look. Yeah, yeah she was she horrible. And then yeah, she tried the par- to apologize, didn't she? Mm-hmm. To the- it, it sucked. Yeah. yeah, the parents of a 14-year-old Kenyon Harold Jr. said they don't accept her apology. Uh, the Harold's family attorney, Benjamin Crump, is calling for a boycott of the Arlo Hotel uh, until, we get inju- until we get justice for Kenyon. So there you have it, mm. uh, a boycott of the Arlo Hotels. Well, we uh, this particular one, one was in New York City. Right. Um, wow. Yeah. I just, I uh, didn't Because like the manager her at all. took her word for it and, mm-hmm. you know, didn't question her at all. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Right. Just, you know, went after the black kid. Once she said she lost her phone, he was on her side immediately. Yeah. Yeah, but in the interview, she was also kind of trying to make it seem like, well, I asked him in a nice way. It wasn't anything no, nice and sweet about your approach no, at all. So now you're no. lying. She's just. Yeah. She's horrible. She's so what's really going to happen to her? One thing we know, she's going to go buy a new phone. That's one thing. <laughs> well, she well, got she her got phone back. back. She got her <laughs> phone back. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. All right, so we're moving on. In other entertainment news, Destiny's Child member LaToya Luckett and her husband Tommy Walker announced yesterday that they are divorcing. Uh, LaToya and Tommy have two children together. Uh, Tommy posted a statement about their divorce, and then he posted another statement saying, for all of the friends or family saying, I didn't like him anyway, guess what? I didn't like your stanky A either. Hey. That's oh. petty. Well, that's telling yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, grown man. Oh, you sure straighten them out, doggy. Boy, you oh, nah, that changed some minds right there. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. Yeah, we're not doing that this year. Nobody doing that but Jay. Oh, you're not doing it this year. Okay. I told him we ain't doing all that. It's you didn't hear him the other day yeah. when he, he said did that. way too much. We only come once a month, so we ain't gonna All right, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day for this Tuesday. Um, And, uh, wow, don't forget, tomorrow, impeachment hearings. (laughs) The vote, We're not going to forget. The vote, yeah. The vote. Get some popcorn, be watching, be ready. Mm -hmm. I got CNN on my phone. I be rolling this. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Can I but say before something? we get to all that, yeah, closing remarks, Steve. Go ahead. You know, I want to say something. Um, mm-hmm. There's some talk going around that uh, there's going to be, the FBI is releasing information that there's going to be some further incidents across the country yeah. at all the capitals of every state. Uh, when the FBI says stuff like that, folks, it's because they're real. The FBI not playing. When the FBI knocks on your door, they have a case. The, the FBI don't come in and knock on your door and they don't have the goods. That's not the FBI. You, you're not under raid. We're not bringing you down to talk to you. The FBI is about the business. So let me say this. Uh, the mayor of D.C., this wonderful woman, uh, has beefed up security for the inauguration. Um, There's talk of this happening in other cities, too. But let me say this to WHUR, everybody in Philly, Detroit, Charlotte, Cleveland, Atlanta, you know, Alabama, Mississippi, Texas, wherever you live, L.A., New York, WBLS, Baltimore, everybody. Listen to me. When this goes down on inauguration, the mayor has asked of the city of D.C. to stay home and watch it virally. Just watch it virally. Look, I would love to have a big crowd for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, but right now it ain't, it ain't safe and it ain't smart. But I'm saying to all of my listeners, stay home, be watchful, be mindful, and be careful. Be watchful, be mindful, and be careful. And and in the words of my father, stay out of that. That ain't your damn business. See, all this climate, you ain't got to go down anti-protest. You ain't got to protest on the behalf of Biden and Kamala. They in already. So you ain't got to go down there and put up an alternate uh, 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 
protest to protest the Trump supporters and these white supremacists. You ain't got to do that. They lost the election. Let them go and do what they do. Stay out of this. This ain't your wall. You didn't start this one. You ain't got to fix this one. This was brought on by these this set of people. Now listen to me. This ain't all of the Republican Party. This is an extreme group here. I know some Republicans who would not dare go down there and pull that stunt that was pulled off. So let's just keep it with this terrorist group. That's what it is. These terrorists, there are more of them. And they're organized and they're mad. Because they really believe their commander-in-chief that this election was rigged and stolen. There is no evidence. You keep talking about stop the steal, but you went to 80 judges and none of them would review the case because you presented them no evidence. How can you just keep believing what this lying man has told you over and over and over? Well, let me say something to my listeners. This ain't our war, man. Stay home. Watch this stuff on TV. Stay out them streets. You ain't got to go down there and counter-protest. This ain't worth counter-protesting for. Sitting up in here talking about damn black lives matter, blue lives matter, and then the same ones that talk about blue lives matter because they want anything to matter other than black lives. They ain't out there stomping and killing each other. Police officers. Police officers. All these ex-military people that were down there participating, the guy works for me that was in the military, he said he's so ashamed of this. He said, you swore an oath to protect and serve this country, and now you down there part of a revolution, storming the Capitol building. Have you seen these people, man? This is a sad state. This is not our business. Let them do whatever they want to do. You stay at the house. Stay out of this mess right here, man. Listen to me. Don't get curious like the black, the two black dudes that was down there standing around seeing what's happening. Hey, man, your stupid ass at home. You ain't got to go down there. They're going to show you everything that's happening on TV. I don't know what they was thinking about. We don't go in this. You know, I remember an incident. Uh, this It's called Four Dead in Ohio. I don't know if you all remember the Vietnam wars at Kent State University and the National Guard was called in. Well, the Black United Students Organization, which was called BUS, told all the black students to go home. So all the black students went home. When the National Guard came, they killed four white students. Well, blacks knew back then if we was on campus, we was going to get killed. So we were all sent, the, the black student population, I wasn't there yet, but all the black students were sent home. I'm telling you, they're calling in National Guards right now. Stay home. Don't get in the target line. Let them argue amongst themselves about their constitutional rights that was written by their forefathers. Stay out of this. Let this play out. Uncle Steve, care about you. Stay out of this. Stay safe. Be watchful, be mindful, and be careful. Those are my closing remarks. I'll be watching the inauguration on TV. Go Biden and go Congress.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 